0: Why isn't there marriage in heaven? Um, it's funny because when we were talking about this topic, and you know, just so the audience knows, like, we don't prepare, Mm-mm. we don't practice this. No. We come up with a topic, we go home and meditate on it separately, mm-hmm. like dive into the word. Occasionally we'll chat, but we're like, I'll tell you later on, yeah. on set. Usually
1: we're changing diapers and don't <laughs> yeah. have time to talk before. Isn't it
0: true, <laughs> but true. Um, it's interesting because why isn't there marriage in heaven with something that I, you know, I'm probably the most newlywed here, I've got five, five years, you guys have? Almost 10. 10, and you've got?
2: Uh, 40. 40, right?
0: (laughs) So like, of course, newlywed, I mean, I remember coming across this in Matthew and in Luke, and we'll talk about that in the scripture, where it comes from, but I remember being a little discouraged, right? Like, I finally found the one, Lord, and like, what do you mean that he's not gonna be with me forever? And sure enough, I didn't have a sound understanding of the word, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's in Matthew, it's in Luke, Mm -hmm, right? And we were just sharing prior about how those um, conversations even got started, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. And so it was by a bunch of Sadducees who were trying to trick Jesus basically into admitting that there's no resurrection. But the funny thing about a Sadducee is they already don't believe in the resurrection. And this was one of several traps that they laid down for him in in that chapter. Um, But when they came to him, they were just like they made this this nonsensical story up, right? About a woman who was married seven times and the guy kept dying. And I heard a little joke like after the third one, don't you think the fourth brother would have been like, you know, I'm going to pass on. I think you're the problem. (laughs) She she must be cooking the something, like, <laughs> yeah. not good because she, everybody dies. Right. Um, but anyway, she had no children and so the law in Deuteronomy said that, that you know the, the next brother would have to take on so that the line wouldn't die and so right. that the, the land would stay within that tribe in that village. So anyway, um, you know, he basically rebukes them because he's just like, yes. um, there is no, he's like, that's kind of a non-question, really. Right. Let me get you right here, there's no marriage. And the thing is, when I was thinking about the difference between there's no marriage in heaven or Jesus said it, as there's no marriage in the age to come and in the resurrection from the dead, that they will neither be married, right? Or Mm -hmm. given in marriage and they can no longer die for they are like the angels. And so right there, my misconception was, if we understand the New Testament correctly, heaven's a temporary thing until the new kingdom comes right Mm -hmm. and so our resurrection into our perfect bodies happens not in heaven because we're just disembodied spirits in heaven waiting to be resurrected with the new kingdom Mm -hmm. and this is talking about that resurrection time where we do get perfect bodies Mm -hmm. and that's how this whole conversation started with you mom when we were on our walk was what marriage do you know that is perfect you know and i have been divorced Mm -hmm. and if you would if you would have told me this in the heat of my divorce (laughs) i would have been like Thank you, God, you know? Yeah, I feel true. like mostly people just ask this question because they're, they're contemplating on all the good things in marriage. And, and there are, right? But kingdom, new kingdom, mm-hmm. present in heaven, we're in perfected states that we
2: can't even understand mm-hmm. or grasp, right? Mm-hmm. Amen, amen. It, and she's talking about Matthew 22. We're in Matthew 22. Mm-hmm. And, and there's a, you know, it, it is cool because it reads almost like a soap opera, right? Like yeah. people think the Bible is boring. It is not boring. No. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> really? That's in the Bible? <laughs> you yeah, know? Yeah. It's, it's very cool. But Jesus said, you know, your problem is that you don't know the scriptures and you don't know the power of God. Mm-hmm. And that's why I do like the New Living Translation because I... You know, the Bible really comes alive to me in certain translations and I know yeah. I love your Bible. You've got yeah. like a four different translations. Yeah. There. Yeah. Cause some of them I like, I never really understood. I was like reading thee and thou and this old English and it didn't make any sense to me. But I like, you know, this this- I heard
0: blue jeans gospel is like you know, a cute terminology yeah. for theology, sure. right? Ooh. But like, kind of just made in layman terms where we can all just pick it up when, you yeah, know, mm-hmm. it doesn't mm-hmm. take a ton of, of application study. But actually what's interesting is they do mention that in Luke. So Luke and yeah. Matthew, they parallel each other with they this do. with this story in the gospels. And there's yeah. a lot in the synoptic gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, that they do, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And that's the beauty of the reiteration of the word because they're being written by different people, different times, different places. Right. And wow, right? Yeah. I mean, they didn't have telephones. They didn't <laughs> have the internet. No, and did. for them to have this type of continuity is gorgeous, but I like that you say, he said, you are in error because you do not know the scriptures, well, that's because the Pharisees and the Sadducees were the Sanhedrin, right? Mm-hmm. And ultimately the people responsible for lining Jesus Christ up for the crucifixion. Mm-hmm. Um, but at that time, those were the only things that they pretty much agreed on. Jesus gotta go, right? Because yeah, the, right. the Sadducees and the Pharisees, the Sadducees didn't believe in any resurrection whatsoever. No. They believed only in the Pentateuch, which is the first five but five books of the Bible written by Moses. No. And the Pharisees mm-hmm. were more legalistic. They added their own laws and rules. And they did believe in a version of resurrection, turns out, but they thought that your flaws were gonna come with you, your relationships were gonna come with you. Right. And it was like this eschatological, which just means like study of life and death. and spirituality yeah. realm. Of their own accord sure. but Jesus pointed out and actually when he said that you do not know your scriptures after that he references Exodus 3 6 where it says I am the God of your father the God of Abraham the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob yeah. and then Moses hid his face because he was afraid so after Jesus drops that mm-hmm. guess what happens the Sadducees are like we're done asking questions here and right? they go away and I believe it's the same reason that Moses hid his face it's because they got slapped with the eternal Girl. God that is still living because at At that time, do you think that Isaac and Jacob and Abraham were walking around on the face of the earth? No, No. but God spoke to Moses in present tense. And so Jesus is saying, dead people don't worship God. People alive do, and that was Moses telling you that those people were alive with God at that time. Which does prove in the first five books of the Bible that there is a resurrection for ears that are willing to hear and eyes that are willing to see.
1: And scripture tells us Jesus was the first resurrection. Right? So, because I, I went back to see, okay, where do we talk about mortality and where our bodies become, and I never saw it quite like this, but it's in <clears throat> 1 Corinthians 15, uh, verse 50 through 57, which is really, really long, so I'm just gonna like sum it up. But it says, now I declare to you, brothers, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, nor does the perishable inherit the imperishable. Listen, I tell you a mystery, we will not all be asleep. So not everybody's gonna die when Jesus comes back, right? Mm -hmm. But we will all be changed in an instant and will be changed for the perishable, or will be changed for the perishable must be clothed with the imperishable and the mortal and immortality. And when the perishable has been clothed with the imperishable and the mortal with immortality, then the saying that is written will come to pass, death has swallowed up in victory. Wow. So we know that our bodies are going to be perfected because we can't go on to, you know, to glory in the bodies that we're in, number one. And then the part about Jesus, let me see here, I know I have it because I, I put it down here. <laughs> But anyways, I believe it's in Corinthians too. And it says that Jesus was, Adam was the first man and Jesus was the first resurrection. And so we will follow, not yet, because our citizenship is in heaven, Mm -hmm. right? And and that's in Philippians, but our citizenship is in heaven and we eagerly await a savior from there, the Lord Jesus Christ, who by the power that enables him to subject all things to himself will transform our lowly bodies to be like his glorious body. Mm. But that makes me even think in terms of marriage. We're imperfect bodies. We have an imperfect marriage. So we can't think that the ultimate destination, it's not that it won't, we won't be together, but it's not gonna be like, I don't think what we have here, mm-hmm. because our bodies aren't even gonna be the same as, as, we, as we are here. We die here, right? Yeah, we get right. sick, we die. But God's intention was never for us to die. If we go back to right. Genesis and look in the Garden of Eden, God intended us to live forever, yeah. right? Yeah. And in fact, It says that there was a tree of life, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and he even said in Genesis, um, let me go through. Oh, Lord, look, the man has become like us. He knows about good and evil, and now the man might take the fruit from the tree of life. If the man eats that fruit, he will live forever. So Mm. God intended us to live forever, but the fall of man and sin entered then, you know, we lost that right of passage, so to speak, to live forever. And I thought it was really interesting, and I, I forgot about this, but it's in Genesis 6, 3. So the Lord said, my spirit will not contend with man forever, for he is mortal. His days shall be 120 years. Mm. So they were living even longer yeah. before before that. And then God kind of cut it off, you right. know, but we have the flesh body. Our bodies haven't been spiritualized yet, right? And that will happen at the resurrection. But like you said, we go to heaven. That's not the ultimate destination, you know? Mm -hmm. So we can't even fathom what that's gonna be like. No. Because there's not a lot of talk about it, even in the Bible. Right. We don't really know, right?
2: That's right. That's true. Mm -hmm. That's
1: so good. And you know, I think, focusing
0: in on we are made perfect through Christ so like God is the God of all good things but not just good perfect you know mm-hmm. and our marriages are good right? right no one no one has a perfect marriage no. No. no but and this is something that we'll talk about I think in the next episode when we do focus on being made in the image of God because when you think about being made in the image of God so God inherently is in relationship with himself, right? Mm -hmm. The Trinity has been eternal, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And so he created us in his image and therefore I believe gave us marriage in order to enact that oneness, right? With another being, Um, of course, not Mm imperfect harmony, like the Father, Son and Holy Spirit, but striving towards that, right? Mm -hmm. But God also tells us to keep him first. And sometimes Mm -hmm. marriages fall apart because we put our partner Mm -hmm. up to almost an idol Level And then we fall short and fail them and they can't fix us because they're not God mm-hmm. or you know what I mean? Like if God is it's not just a God-centered marriage because there is that that um, verse about the three the court of three and it's three stronger through, Right, mm, um, but God in the center, right, right. but also above
1: mm-hmm. absolutely because yeah. We're still accountable to God 100%. even though we're one but we in this world I think I don't want to say separate because we are still one but because of sin I don't think we know what oneness really completely right. looks like right mm-hmm. but even in the garden Eve was the first one to sin and Adam followed Adam could have said bye honey love you <laughs> yeah. I'm praying for you but I'm gonna walk away because God told me not to but he followed her yeah, right he and did. so that goes back to yeah you know we're one and, and that relationship's meant to be there, but at the same time, we still have accountability to God for our own individual actions. Because what if your spouse walked away from God? Yeah. Does that mean you should follow suit?
2: Oh, no, you know it talks about that in First Corinthians uh, chapter seven. There's a whole chapter on yeah. instructions on marriage. Yeah. You know, thank God. It, yeah, thank God for that. <laughs> and what I, you know, I, I love about this in verse seven. It, um, he, and this isn't Jesus. I think it's Paul mm-hmm. who wrote. Says, I wish everyone could get along without marrying, just as I do. But we yeah. are not all the same. That's right. God gives some the gift of marriage, and to others He gives the gift of singleness. Okay.
0: That's true. If Jesus
2: didn't get married, that's right. You know, it's not a
0: requirement to be a good Christian to have marriage. No, certainly. No. No. But I mean again, it does come down to the the image bearer thing, right? Mm -hmm. And I think I liked thinking about the first instance. So like, was there marriage in Eden? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. did God have a covenant uh, ceremony after he pulled, uh, Ezer Canegdo, the first woman yeah. from the rib. And it's interesting because I, he said, it is not good for man to be alone. And that's yeah. where we enter the scene yeah. for all of the, you know, Forever. the rest of history. Yeah. Um, and so one of the reasons that I think we fear this, this, Concept of no marriage is loneliness, right? Yeah, but then if he promises that we're gonna be like the angels I mean you think that the angels are lonely? Mm -hmm. No, they're like (laughs) The joy that they have is something that they bring to us through the Holy Spirit, right? Mm -hmm. Like angelic joy or angelic peace and so we can't even really like you said it's a transcendent concept It's beyond us, but loneliness should that is a lie of the enemy We're not gonna be lonely in heaven A lot of times people think that we're just gonna get these stupid little harps and wear diapers and sit around (laughs) on (laughs) class And we have no idea what heaven's gonna be like, <laughs> no. but I really don't
1: think it looks yeah, like that. Well, and, and I'm glad you brought that up because like, as I was looking at different opinions and honestly, the one I've heard, I think we've all heard like most of our life is we're gonna get to heaven, there's no marriage. God has all his people now, so there's not gonna be anyone having kids anymore and no marriage and that's it. And I guess I'm the what if person. <laughs> I don't know why like God maybe that way, but like, but what if, you know? So if God didn't intend us to die, and let's say we never sinned. He told us to reproduce, right? But mankind would have kept going. Unless God had cut it off, we don't have to say that it would have ever been cut off. And so that would have continued, right? Mm-hmm. And so to say, when we get to heaven, God's a creator. Mm-hmm. And who are we to say that creation won't continue? We're putting him in a little box because we're thinking of this earth yeah. and had the size of this earth and how we are in this earth. And that's like restraining God yep. to say he's so vast. It could go on and on forever. We don't, we don't know that. And also, I don't like that idea because I feel like that degenders us. Mm. Like we're trying to degender God. It's like, mm. no, he, he's a gender God. He made male and female. That's and, true. And we're not going to get there and be like, well, there's no gender anymore. We've got enough of that going on right now. We know <laughs> yeah, yeah. about that. <laughs> so if we're still going to be male and female, there's a reason for that. God could have just made man and just populated and that's Interesting it. because yeah. the
0: soul, right, becomes eternal and we know yeah. that the soul will go with the spirit, but the souls are as unique as the spirits that's are, right? right? And yeah. our souls are our personality and I wonder if not the gender dwelling somewhere in that soul, right? Well, and
1: we get, and it even says though, our bodies will be mm-hmm. spiritualized, the, resurrect- the, re- yeah. the resurrection. Yeah. so. To say that we're not gonna have mail, you know, mail and email. I don't. Know. Never, I don't. Know. Yeah,
0: I've never no, thought of that, but that's a really cool thought. Yeah.